Welcome to the Shepherd King Podcast. We exist to equip pastors and leaders in the local church to transcend beyond current culture, to see government through the lens of the gospel, and engage as modeled in the scriptures. I am Leo Lazzarini. And I'm Greg Baker. Thank you so much for joining us for one more episode of the Shepherd King Podcast. As you know, we go through series in our podcast, and today we are starting a new series. Greg Baker has written a book called 20 Biblical Truth Every Governing Authority Should Know. Our goal with this series is to encourage you with God's Word about government, but also draw from God's Word passages that are very applicable to our governing authorities. So I have Greg with me today. Greg, let's start our time with you sharing why did you decide to write this book, and who is that for? Well, we've been sharing the Word of God with government leaders for over 10 years now. And what we have seen is different devotions over different from different scriptures really change our government leaders over time. But there never was one place they were all located. And with us going into more and more state capitol buildings, I wanted to create a place that it's almost a catch-all of all the devotions. A simple piece that you could leave behind with the government leader that they could read it at any time. And it's meant to be a quick read for busy people. The main audience is a government leader, but anyone can read this book and have their minds renewed in government. But we really wanted something, like there's a lot of tools out there on government. There are even a lot of books written about different political positions when it comes to the Bible. But there's not a lot of books out there that just simply teach biblical truths to what it means to be a leader of government. So we mm -hmm. wanted something that was just catered to that, that mm -hmm. a government leader could read and grow as they labor in this realm. And it's not written for just those who are elected. I mean, anyone that holds any leadership position, whether you maybe work in the bureaucracy and you're leading a team, or maybe you're the director of a department, or mm -hmm. you're a judge, or even if you're an attorney, a police officer, like these are just truths that you need to know as you largely labor in government. That's so good, Greg. One of the things that is exciting about this book is to see God's word being so applicable to our governing authorities in their work. I think oftentimes we, we go to God's word to learn about parenting or learn about pastoring or learn about discipleship. But God's word has so much to say about our kings and so much to say about shepherding, which is what they, they do, shepherd people in a state or in a nation. So Greg, out of the bat, what would be your top three devotionals from this book? Well, Leo, first... My absolute favorite is you are a shepherd. Mm -hmm. I think that is such a foundational thing for every government leader to know. You are a shepherd. Mm -hmm. And the one that goes right along with that is Jesus is the shepherd king. Mm -hmm. You are a shepherd and Jesus is your chief example. Just those two alone is going to change the way you labor. Mm -hmm. And my third favorite, and it's just really understanding law, God's law is about life and death. Mm. So often we turn God's law into an argument about who's right and who's wrong. God's not trying to prove himself right. Mm. He doesn't need to prove himself to us and how right he is. Mm -hmm. God's trying to protect us from the path to death mm -hmm. 
mm. and lead us towards the path of life. Mm-hmm. And good law puts speed bumps on the path of death, and it puts bright lights onto the path of life. Mm. That's so good, Greg. Greg, how about we dive into our first devotion on this book? Again, there are 20 devotionals we will go through in the in the spectrum of maybe 10, 12 episodes. And how about we start with number one? Government is an institution of God's. Where do we see this in the Bible, Greg? Why is that important to know? We see it in Romans 13. So our passage for this is Romans 13, 1 through 6. And I'll just read a little bit of this to you. Let everyone submit to the governing authorities, since there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are instituted by God. So government is not an institution of man's. Mm -hmm. And so often, because we look at our human form of government, so the United States, we look at our constitutional republic, our U.S. Constitution, the United Kingdom looks to their long history of their monarchy that still stands, Mm. or they'd be in China, who's had a more recent government since the 1960s. And you look at the government, you think there's the human form. Mm. But the scriptures teaches us something significantly foundational. The government at its core Mm. was instituted, designed by God as a gift to people. Mm -hmm. Government's your servant for your good Mm -hmm. is one of our later ones as well. Mm -hmm. That's so good, Greg. And Greg, as we engage government, or even as pastors connect with their own governing authorities. Why is that important in that relationship between the pastors of the church and pastors and the shepherds of government, or even for any believers as they think about government? Why is that so key to the relationship or the way that we engage government? Well, when something is is an institution of man's, there's a different authority. Mm-hmm. There, like God obviously has authority over everything, but when something is His institution designed by Him, mm-hmm. that gives Him incredible authority over government, mm-hmm. and it reminds you of whom you're ultimately serving mm-hmm. when you're within the institution of government. So, as a pastor, it should give you great confidence as you speak to government, mm-hmm. whether you be teaching about what the scripture says about it to your people, mm-hmm. or you're going to the very institution of government itself. As a pastor, as a shepherd of the Lord's people, you're going in with the understanding that this is his institution. And God doesn't design things unless he has a purpose for them. Mm -hmm. God designed government with a purpose. And it is his gracious gift to mankind after sin entered the world. Mm -hmm. And what government does, it brings some form of order Mm -hmm. on this side of eternity. Mm -hmm. That's great, Greg. It reminds me how government gives us that sense of order, even though it's limited, even though... He fails to do so many times, but it gives us a little bit of that glimpse of the justice, the, the justice that's coming in the future when you'll be completely satisfied in Christ, our perfect king and ruler. Um, that's great. And Greg, something interesting we see in Romans 13 is in verse 6 says that since the authorities are God's servants, continually attending to those to these tasks, the Bible calls our governing authorities his ministers or his servants. What 
does that mean in reality for us? Yeah, so because it's his institution, those who serve in it are serving him. Mm-hmm. And understanding that, for number one, changes the way we should view our government leaders, mm-hmm. particularly in a land that we vote, that these individuals, when we're speaking about them, we must understand they're ultimately servants of God sent by him. It says in the book of Daniel, it's mm-hmm. by God that kings rise and fall. Mm-hmm. But if you're a government leader who this is written for, to understand that you're actually not a servant of the people, but you're a servant of God, significantly changes your lens. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to actually serve people well and do what's best for them, you will serve the Lord first. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord holds the ultimate answers to what is best for people. Mm -hmm. It is critical for government leader to understand this. That's great, Greg. And in verse 4, we see, For it is God's servant for your good. So not only the word speaks about our governing authorities as his ministers, as servants of his, uh, before even to the people. But he says that they're servant also for your good. How does serving the Lord, the rip, what is the ripple effect of serving the Lord and serving the people in their role as governing authorities? Well, first off, politicians has such a, a demeaning connotation with it. Mm-hmm. And as a government leader, do not accept the demeaning connotation. This is an institution of God's. You are a minister, and it is for the people's good. Do not let the devil steal the identity that this is some lesser profession full of crooks. Right. Because if that is the case, the people will never receive the blessings that God instituted mm-hmm. government for. And secondly, what it requires us to do, it requires us to understand the value of governance. One of the strongest consequences of an electoral system negatively is that we are constantly in a state of elections. Mm -hmm. There's great perks in an electoral system. You get to choose those who are in authority. If they do not do a good job, you can remove them. But the consequence, particularly here in the United Mm -hmm. States where we vote every two years, if you're in a place that can go either way with political parties, you are constantly working towards keeping a majority or winning a majority. Mm -hmm. And what that does is you don't have a season for governance. Mm -hmm. You have a season of constantly trying to one-up one another. But when we pull back, we take a biblical worldview and we understand that this is an institution for the people who's good. It calls us to take a time out to work together in a spirit of iron sharpening iron as we pursue Christ Mm -hmm. so that we can serve the people. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the greatest areas we can grow in as a church. Learn to embrace the season of governance Mm -hmm. and call our elected authorities to do the same. Mm That's very good, Greg. And Greg, you go deeper in those chapters on the comparison between uh, politics and governance. This is something that is a theme throughout our ministry, but also you make sure you highlight that in the chapters. Would you mind just sharing a little bit with us what is that? What is, what is the difference between governance and politics? 
first we got to understand politics is not a godly institution. Politics is a human institution originally designed to help us govern. Mm -hmm. So look at the American political system, two political parties. Those two parties help us get to majority votes in the chambers. There are benefits to the political system. But human nature makes the political system also very difficult. Mm -hmm. Human nature, because we are self-centered, because we have a healthy and unhealthy competitive nature, so often makes government man-centric instead of God-centric. Mm. And what governance does, governance requires us to focus on God and focus on people. So the question we always need to be asking ourselves is government governance serving our politics or is politics serving our governance? Mm -hmm. And what's the difference? Governance serving politics is when I'm using my time to govern to have political gains two years down the road. Mm. Politics used for governance is when I'm using human strategy and human institutions to further the greater purposes that God gave government, which is to mm -hmm. be a servant for the people's good. Mm. And that's where we want to get. And that's where we really need a refreshing course in the United States of America. We need to put politics back in its proper place. Because mm -hmm. right now, it is the one that is governing the system. It is the one that has our heart, not governance. Mm -hmm. That's so good, Greg. And what are the greatest consequences of getting that wrong? One, you accomplish very little, especially if you're in a purple state. Two is we don't get the best legislation possible. Mm. What governance does, it requires us to have a spirit of iron sharpening iron mm -hmm. and trying to find what's best for people and being willing to listen to people that we don't agree with and trying to search God and find those answers. If we merely become just politics, I think what we're starting to see is God's getting crammed into a political party. Mm. And that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. We want God to be God of all things. Mm -hmm. And we want everyone to wrestle through with the Lord. And that's what's going to make our government a good government. Mm -hmm. And also, if politics runs the day, only the hot button issues that are capturing the public's minds going to get the attention. Mm -hmm. A lot of things will get neglected and pushed down the road. Or some things are more gray and they don't really bring political benefits mm -hmm. or the cost is high politically. Mm -hmm. We just won't touch them. And we, we see that all over the place in the United States of America. We, have, um, we don't want to address the national debt, for example. Well, there's only one way to deal with debt. I either got to increase the amount of revenue coming in or I got to make cuts. And our debt's large enough, probably a bit of both. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's uncomfortable. I don't want to campaign on raising taxes. I also don't want to campaign on a lot of cuts. Mm -hmm. But governance tells us that we can't keep borrowing at the amount that we're borrowing at and pretend everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And this will happen in all facets. It's going to push us away from hard decisions. Mm -hmm. And that is why... At the foundation, at mm -hmm. the foundation, we'll get into this next time. This is not going to be solved in having a good civics lesson. Mm -hmm. It's going to be solved in the government leaders understanding a deeper foundation of who mm -hmm. they are, mm -hmm. and that is shepherds. And it's through the lens of a shepherd 
they will truly see governance the way God designed it to be. Mm. That's so good, Greg. And as our governing authorities understand that difference and choose to govern, I think the task just becomes a lot harder than even politics. How much more would you need the Lord and His wisdom to navigate issues with your colleagues in a chamber or in a committee uh, and be able to serve the people in that way? Um, so and that's what this book is for. This book is to encourage and equip our governing authorities on the biblical truth that can help them govern the way that God has designed you know, government to be you know, governed. So thank you so much for joining us today. These are the three first devotionals of Greg's book, 20 Truth Every Governing Authority Should Know. So we're excited to dive in the other devotionals with you. Please tune in again on our next episode. And uh, have a good day. The Shepherd King podcast is brought to you by the Church Ambassador Network, a ministry of the Family Leader Foundation that inspires the church to engage government for the advance of God's kingdom. For more information about the Church Ambassador Network, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, thefamilyleader.com backslash church.